0: you're listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates
1: i'm sarah golseth
0: we are continuing our conversations with our missionaries learning how the uh, the lord is working through them as they continue to serve uh, to bring the good news and mercy to people around the world in the midst of this pandemic joining us today deaconess crystal Neuendorf, serving the lord in puerto rico deaconess newendorf thank you for joining us in the coffee hour
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: So tell us about the, the work that the Lord has given you in Puerto Rico.
1: Um, it's been an awesome opportunity to serve. We've been here a little over a year now, and uh, there's just been a variety of, of opportunities to serve the church. The church is as a young church, um, still very much in the church planning phase. And so here in particular in Ponce, uh, where my husband James and I are serving, um, along with Deaconess Intern Stephanie Wild. Uh, there's been a great, it's a small group of people that we're, that we're serving and working with, and um, over this last year we've been able to work to get our Mercy House together, we call it CARD, Casa de Amparo y Respuesta de Desastre, which started after the Hurricanes of Maria, um, the Hurricane Maria. And so it's from there, from helping out people who have needed uh, roof supplies, roofing supplies, it's now transitioned into um, really caring for them, body and soul. In in bringing them into the church in, in a variety of different ways. So, yeah, how how has that work changed? I and mean, you guys have been there during during some really uh, wild of events uh, with with the hurricanes and then the earthquakes and now this pandemic. How has that work kind of um, changed and and evolved over your time there in the last year? Yeah. So when we came, um, Maria had had come and gone, and so a lot of our work was, um, especially on. Um, uh, the my service was finding people who were in need of of, of a roof and getting that and getting that for them. Uh, we worked alongside um, groups a group called Endeavors that that was contracted through through FEMA, and so we were working alongside their social workers and finding people who were who were in need and caring for them. Um, as that kind of dwindled off, uh, and then this new year came on, um, <laughs> we were focusing a lot on our our new church building that we that we were. Uh, graciously received over right before the the uh new year and um and then the earthquakes hit and so all of a sudden we found ourselves kind of restarting our trying to see where we're going to go up and so we had a lot of people that we met through the through caring for people with the roof replacement and so following up on them but then following up on the immediate response of people who had been displaced because of because of the earthquakes and so Everything changed. Our whole ministry plan just kind of uh, changed dramatically. The church had been damaged and still is, and so we had to move from there as well. And so, um, caring for people, finding them, um, and and connecting with them, and, and caring for them in that way, um, we were kind of just getting back to somewhat of a normal pace of following up with those people. A lot of people who had been who had been displaced are now now have uh, new homes somewhat temporary um but they were able to to be relocated and so we were following up with them doing visits and different things like that kind of getting back to our normal routine and then obviously covid happened and so uh that's changed quite a bit now and so instead of doing a lot of visits uh following up going to people's houses um it's a lot of mailings now it's a lot of online online ministry through facebook in different ways whatsapp And so it kind of seems like every month or two things just kind of ministry rechanges and and we go back to the drawing board of how to care for god's people here
0: one of the things that you were working on prior to the pandemic was uh, preparing to open the mercy center tell us a little bit about what the mercy center is going to be
1: yeah so we've been uh, planning and it's been a part of the ministry here from the beginning um, the Mercy Center, the Mercy House, we call it card here, Casa de y Respuesta desastre so a House of Refuge and of Disaster Response. And we had been wanting to open that. We had planned for, been um, March to open that. It would be a time for three days a week we were gonna be opening uh, the center, which is really is the church as well, it's multi, multi-functional at this point because we're in a temporary location due to the earthquake. And so we had activities throughout the day in which people could come in and be in fellowship with, with one another, um, whether it be arts and crafts, we had game time, we had time to meet with a pastor or a deaconess, as well as um, we were planning on kind of doing some uh, fitness, kind of well, well-being type of, of activities. There's a, a real big challenge here at Puerto Rico. A lot of people are uh, live alone, and a lot of there's a really high depression rates, um, and um, suicide has skyrocketed, especially since Meridia, um and now with with all of these disasters that are coming to the island. And so the Mercy House was a way to re- is a re- to respond to that to to be um, the merciful hand of the church reaching out to the community and bringing people in and so we had we had a lot of plans for that and we're really excited to do that to open up even though we were in a temporary location, um, and so that kind of changed. So what we what we looked at and the plans that we had for that, we said how can we make this uh, still happen but in a safe way in a way in which we can still reach people and so we went to our Facebook page which we had been kind of working on a little bit by little um, and working with our, um, our other teammates in Mayaguez. Uh, we've been working together as a team to offer these different classes that we wanted to do um, in, actual, in our actual Mercy House, but offer them online. So one of those ways that uh, we did that was offering a watercolor class. Uh, and so we were blessed to have a lot of donations of, of some watercolor sets and so we opened it up to, their, to our Facebook community and said, you know, the first 50 people that, that respond, we'll send you a kit and then you can join us live here in Facebook. And so um, so we did that. We had an awesome response with that. We were able to share a lot of our materials in that packet. Um, we're blessed here in Puerto Rico to have the U.S. mail system. So that's mm-hmm. been a huge, huge opportunity for us, a huge resource. Um, and so then on Friday mornings, we've been having watercolor class with missionary Ruth Maita, who's in Mayaguez. So... She leads that class. I follow up with the comments and we're able to connect with people really all over the world because it's open to everybody. But it's been a great opportunity for people who are kind of enclosed in their house, um, oftentimes alone, uh, kind of giving them that form of fellowship and that bringing them into, into the church, which is what we wanted and had our plans on the whole time with the Mercy House. Yeah, I, I think I saw those classes online uh, on on that page. That is such a wonderful way to to be able to still reach people. Uh, what is who have you been able to to work with? You mentioned uh, uh, the mitas. Uh, who have you been able to to work with in order to reach out to more people with all of these opportunities and, and resources? Yeah, it's it's been a, that's another awesome opportunity that that has been um, for this. Uh, first and foremost, our our missionary team here in Puerto Rico. We have an awesome team and. We're really great friends and we've been able to just work on a lot of different things. The pastors have been able to do a lot of different devotions together, working on those. Um, we've done different joint services that we've been able to, to put online. Um, our Deaconess intern, Stephanie uh, Wild has been working on a lot of different uh, coloring aspects and a lot of the different technical um, side of it. So as a team, uh, all of our talents have come together in various ways, which has been really cool. But we've, I've also been able to reach out to our missionary, our fellow missionaries on the field. Um, a lot of them have different expertise in different areas, whether it's in art or, um, writing different devotions and working together to really create something that's, um, to offer, uh, to the community. And so it's been, it's been an awesome opportunity to really reach out and to work together a lot more than we, than we had before. Um, and so it's, it's a blessing to, to have such a wonderful group of people to, in your circle to do that with.
0: It sounds like you have uh, a lot of support and a great network to work with there. Tell us about your family. Is everybody doing okay in your family?
1: Yeah, our, our families are, are well, um, I guess, Grace are doing well. Um, we pray a lot for our sister-in-law who is, who is a nurse, um, in Michigan. And so she's dealing and caring for people who do have COVID. And so that's something that we're very attentive for and have a lot of prayer going out for her and, and for, all of the health care givers and those who are, who are out essential workers. So
0: how can we pray for you in the days ahead uh, for you, your family and for uh, the Lord's work in Puerto Rico?
1: Yeah. Um, if you could continue prayers for um, our team here, as our team is looking for continuing new ways to reach out um, uh, to the community, uh, for the people here in, in Ponce as well. Um, a lot of a lot of our members and a lot of the people that we are ministering to are by themselves, and so as you know, this time can be very challenging in that regard. Um, and we have very strict rules of not being able to go out. So, so prayers for them, um, and and that they are encouraged and strengthened by by the word of God that they're receiving.
0: Well, it sounds like uh, the Lord's work is still carrying on uh, in spite of disaster after disaster uh, mm-hmm. that you have been able to, uh, by the grace of God, to, to carry on ministry to uh, so many people, especially using technology. How would you say, um, as a missionary, you were positioned already to use technology like social media and the Internet to, to serve um, the, the people that you serve?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we've been, over the last several years now, we've been uh, using kind of Facebook and, and in general ways to kind of sharing the story back with those who, who support and pray for us. Um, we recently worked on getting our, our churches, our church here in Ponce, the, the Facebook, kind of getting that going and using that more, doing live services, um, just trying to get the word out more. And so we were kind of already there my husband, James, is he's done a lot of communication stuff, and he served in that area before, so he was blessed to kind of already um, do a lot of the video editing and a lot of the kind of ins and outs of that, so it's been a huge, he kind of already had that already had that background, and so kind of coming, that coming in together with ministry has been a real blessing. It's been a lot of fun um, looking at different ways to reach out and putting those two gifts together, so really, really blessed with that and thankful that we've had the opportunities that we had beforehand. Um to kind of take it and roll with it with what we have now.
0: Thanks be to God. Deaconess Crystal Neuendorf serving the Lord through the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod in Puerto Rico. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour and sharing your story with us today.
1: All right. Thank you guys so much for having us. God's blessings to you
0: guys. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golsa.